Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> Tickling me this morning. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Filled with nothing but joy and hope about it, too. You know, it's a great thing to be able to wake up in the morning with, with peace in your heart and joy. Peace and joy is, 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 is immeasurable. It, it has a value attached to it, and, and I have no idea what it is. It's invaluable. It is worth so much more than, than any amount of money you can make. Peace and joy. Um, I, I have not always had that. I have not always been a peaceful person or, or a person who lived his life um, in, in a joyous spirit. It took an arrival at this moment. Some people arrive sooner than others. Um, I wish I had arrived at this point sooner, but I think it was necessary for me to learn a few things too. That's, that's the amazing thing I've learned about life is that instead of reflecting on your past, uh, uh, incidences and calling them failures, instead of focusing on the negative and, and calling them bad times, um, I look at them now as experiences I had to have those experiences that were negative, that were good, positive, wrong, evil. I had to have all those experiences to become, uh, to shape who we are today. We all have to have them. If you look back at all the negative experiences you've had, all the things that you called failures, all the businesses I started that went under, all of the jobs I had that I was fired from, all the shows that were canceled, all of the times I I thought I was going to get something happening my way and turned out I didn't get it at all. When you look at all of it, all of it, hopefully along the way what you have done as a person is you've taken those negatives and those failures and you've used them for what they actually are. They are experiences. And they've now created in you an experienced person. And you know, uh, that is worth something. That's Then it becomes a positive. But what too many people do is they let the negative things that have happened in their life, they allow the failures that have happened in them lives never to manifest themselves as experiences. And you sit up there and you dwell on it and you dwell on it until you have this woe is me attitude. Stop looking at it like that, y'all. You go through things in order to become the person that you are today. I'll tell you who you sometimes have to sit down and talk to. Sometimes you ought to sit down to an inmate that really gets it. An inmate that says, man, I've actually heard inmates say it to me and write to me. and, and, And they've said things like, man, Coming to prison saved my life. Now, those of you who have never gone, how can he say a thing like that? But 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 some men know, man, I was so far out there that if I'd have stayed out there, I wouldn't even be here today. This actually allowed me to stop, spend some time with myself, and learn some things about me. Now, does that happen for everybody like that? No. But here's a person 
who was taking an experience that could be considered a failure or a negative and turning it into a positive and using it to enrich their lives. You can do it no matter what your set of circumstances is. I recommend to everybody that you try changing your outlook in order to change your outcome. Everything that happens to you that's negative or you consider a failure, they're experiences. You've got to go through these things in order to have the knowledge that you have today. So I wish that I had come to this arrival that I'm in now, this place of peace and joy. But then guess what? I would not know what I know. I could not share some of the things that I'm able to share if I had not gone through some of them. And sometimes that's the purpose of them is to teach you a lesson because, you know, God has a plan for you. He really, really does. And eventually he can use you no matter how old you are. And he can use you no matter how young you are. If you just say, okay, I'm ready to hear your plan. I've tried mine. Mine ain't worked out. Mine was not a good plan. What's your plan for me, God? What do you want me to do? That's why I say every day, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. Because, man, I ain't see it coming. I didn't see that coming. I ain't see this book coming. I ain't seen I ain't seen half of the amazing things that have happened to me. I didn't plan them. I was sitting there, man, asking God for some direction. And then I got smart enough to stay watchful, be a hard worker now, because faith without works is dead. And it came. And I'll remind you of this. God has given all of you a gift. Every last one of you listening has a gift. God has never created a soul that he did not provide a gift to. God gives everyone a gift. And a gift is not just singing, rapping, entertainment. The richer gifts are much more than that. Teachers are gifted people who really have the gift of sharing information. That's a gift. You know, um, and in that you can become great. You know, uh, a lot of people think that successful and greatness is the same thing. Cornell West said it at my daughter's graduation. He was a spokesperson. He said something so pointed. He said, don't ever confuse success with greatness. The two have nothing to do with each other. See, people determine success about money and fame and all this here. But greatness, greatness ain't got nothing to do with your money. It ain't got nothing to do with your fame. It's how you conduct your life. It's how meaningful and significant you become in your community, at your church, on your job, to the Cub Scout unit that you run, to the little girls' lives that you change, that that little center in the hood where you just one place of hope to so many people and they come back. And I used the example of Lou Danzler who passed away in L.A., who had the Boys and Girls Challenges Club out in L.A., and he wasn't a rich man at all. And if you walk by him, you wouldn't even know who he was. But if you look at all the people who have gone on to become politicians, who have gone on to become CEOs, who have gone on to become athletes that have passed through this man's small building in the hood in L.A., he was great. And all of you have greatness in you at something. It's just you got to submit yourself to God and say, okay, what was your plan for me? Certainly it wasn't to become an inmate. Certainly it wasn't to become a drug dealer. Certainly it wasn't to become a womanizer. Certainly it wasn't to become a stripper. Certainly God didn't create you for this. He had a plan for you. He just waiting on you to ask him what it is. And when you're praying about it, that's when the change comes in your life, that you can open up yourself and submit yourself and say, hey, God, what is this for me? And you ain't got to be perfect because please know I ain't. I ain't even close, 
But guess what? What they got to do with you loving God and God loving you. Trust me, man. Prayer changes things. I say it all the time. But when you see people become successful or great, there's somebody praying somewhere. May not even be them. Maybe it's their mama. You know, I think of Tiger Woods and all the greatness he's accomplished. You know, they, they always talk about his father and all this here. Somebody somewhere praying for Tiger Woods. I got cash money riding on that. Tiger Woods' mom is a praying woman or something. My mother was. She prayed me into this place because she used to call me all the time praying for you, boy. You know, wasn't no, you, you know, you can always come here and get yourself something to eat. And you, your daddy said you can come in here, always need a place to sleep, you can come here. She was always praying for me. And prayer changes things. It really does. Try it today. It can change you. It has changed millions of people. Open up yourself to the greatness that's in you because God has given you a gift. Matter of fact, that you ain't using it, who fault you think that is? I'm just telling you, you got one. And if you start praying about it, it'll manifest itself. And you can become one or two things, successful or great or both. You can make the decision today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, I need everybody's attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, world. Hallelujah. It's a great day. What's up, Shirley? Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Hey, good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. Good (laughs) morning, huh? What's up, boy? What's up? Ain't nothing like that, Tommy Tom. Big dog. In the building. Yes, sir. In the building. Yeah, feeling pretty good today. Feeling good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. What'd you shoot, a 78 yesterday? Nah, I ain't shooting no 78. Shot an 88. Got to add 10. I'll take that all day. I'll take that, though, man. You know, for the way I play. Got good. Figure my drive out on the back. I can't fit it far, but I can keep it in the short grass, so. Oh, that's good. That helps me. Yeah. What was your so best I, score? What was your best score my ever? My best score ever is an 81. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I know it's the lower the better. Lower the yeah, score. Yeah, I'm the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, so the lower I, the better. I actually, uh-huh. one time, mm-hmm. almost broke 80. Mm-hmm. I, I almost shot a 79. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy, man. What's yours, Tommy? <laughs> 94. That's your best score ever? That's it. Oh. Okay. Right there. And Jordan, you don't play, right? No, nah, my best score and is that's what a mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, compare that to like Tiger. What would his score be? Huh? Why, no, Carla? Because I don't I don't know the numbers. <laughs> Listen to me. He shoots uh in the sixties. Oh, yeah. okay. See, that's what I needed, like and has yeah. and has hit the fifties before. Yeah, par is seventy two. Par means that uh-huh. If you step up to a hole and the plaque says 430 yards par four, what they're saying is in four attempts, you should be in the hole from 430 yards away. Wow. Good luck. That's a lot. That's difficult. It's <laughs> yeah. a hard game. Especially when you're in the weeds, the Carl, average on the person. Hit. Mm-hmm. If you hit a driver 230 yards, your second shot in is 200. Ain't a lot of people can hit a golf ball 200 yards straight. Hmm. So, that's mm-hmm. the problem. And it, it doesn't. It, it does it depend on how much practice you've had and all that. You could just have a good day. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what. Oh, it does. Uh, you need oh, practice. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. 
Because even Tiger. This is okay. not a game where you just pick up clubs and you just shoot a good score. That, that, that's right, not right. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. That's what Ladies, I, I heard. Ladies, have you ever that. thought about playing golf? Yeah, we took lessons. Carla and you, I took you, lessons together. I took lessons when I lived in Chicago. Yeah, we took a lesson. Mm-hmm. You don't remember? You you paid for it. You took one lesson? Like you was out there for an hour? Steve, well, Carla and I took it. one together. I've taken wow. them yeah. separately, yeah. I apologize. Why you apologize? For asking that damn question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we took you, one You knew together. the same thing you knew before you took the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, one lesson, you might well, It you, was fun, though. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see why you like the sport, though, why you yeah. guys are into it, because it was fun. It's addictive, for sure. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. And expensive. I get it. All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, President Trump falls 11 spots on the Forbes Richest list. We'll talk about that right after this at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you know, we've all heard the saying that the rich get richer. Well, American billionaires may be getting richer, but America's billionaire president is not. Forbes released its annual ranking of the 400 richest people in the U.S. Now, while the average list of members' net worth rose by $600 million over the past year, Six hundred million mm. over the past year. <laughs> One more time. We're not doing something right here. Six hundred million over the past year. Uh, Donald Trump's remained flat at an estimated three point one billion with a B. Trump is now the mm, the two hundred and fifty ninth richest person in the world uh, in America, I should say, by our count. Down eleven spots on the ranking uh, since last year. That makes sense to me because. He's the president now, so he's definitely not going to get paid as much, right? And, um, right, right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, his, what he can do business wise right now is so limited. Yeah, right. his family can, but he can't, right? We don't think he's doing they that and, and, and just ain't told us that. We're we going to sit here and act like he's not doing it. <laughs> he got what? Look at the taxes. We're right? gonna sit here and act like ain't no business still running in somebody <laughs> else's name that then the money go here. We're gonna sit here and act like he ain't got he not doing that. Oh, that's what we well, doing. <laughs> y'all talked about golfing. Now they say his golf courses took a hit and his properties and hotels because of him being the president. Yeah. People don't like yeah. his policies. People don't. Now, yeah. Here's the deal more. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh this is my understanding after talking with so many people about this. It's to my understanding, as explained to me by a lot of people. For example, the best golf destination uh, is one of his. In he took Doral, he bought Doral Golf Course, and changed it to Trump International. You know, it's Trump International Doral. They kept Doral in there somewhere. Put all his money into it. But he didn't use his money. He raised the money. He licenses out his name. It's mm-hmm. just, he doesn't own him. He just licenses his name. And he gets a fee for licensing his name on s- a lot of properties. Mm. Some he might own, but for the most part, it's a licensing agreement, which is very lucrative. Yeah. You know, and then some properties. He's actually helped put the funding together to raise to turn them into mm-hmm. properties. I don't know how many hotels that would include or how many of the golf courses is actually his investment or his group that bought it. But Doral, he turned Doral completely around 
not him, but the people who run it. But he can't do that now that he's president, though. No, he has to stay away from that. But, right. I mean, you know, look, I mean, if his fee comes in, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he can collect a fee. Hello. <laughs> that's time well, um, yeah, that's it. Anyway, it's the third consecutive year that Donald Trump has fallen in the ranks. He remains wealthier than Ted Turner and Oprah. But due to his stalled fortune this year, the president was passed on the ranks by 27 people. Now, number one is still Jeff Bezos, right? I'm sure from Amazon, yes, from right? Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He got so much money. Jesus, oh, ignorant. Yeah. I want you to understand. You're just talking about. Uh, you're just talking about people who can, who report taxes. Oh, okay. Them people in the UAE. Mm. It, they, 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 this list will be gone if you start counting them. Well, this is America's. Yeah, it's just America's. Yeah, no, well, I'm, uh-huh. I'm just saying to uh-huh. you. <laughs> Oh, it'd be a different list. Huh? L- listen, listen to me. That list, you'd have so many ox and jihad and company, all of that. That list would be packed. They got some other kind of money over there, man. Wow. Lord, they do. I believe that. Now, oh, yeah, I, all that oil money and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Now, I ain't complaining. Like, I take Trump's spot, the 11 spots down, they could plug me in at a mall. I'll be, je- be way happier than he. 259th <laughs> richest person in America. You're Bam, good. Bam, huh? Steve Harvey. <laughs> You're good <laughs> with that. Good, man. man 3.1 billion. You 11 spots, Steve. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> 3.1 billion is nothing to sneeze at. Nothing. No. Nah. Still a billion. Yeah. No, that's a lot of Yeah. Pain. But that's Jeff Bezos is like, what, 150 billion or something? What do you do? do? I know. Everything. It's just stupid money at that point. Steve, you're still working towards your your first billion, right? I ain't got no billion, though. No, I'm I'm just saying, but you're working toward that. Oh, I'm going to get it, though. Yeah. 150 billion? Do you know the people you're going to see in my house? (laughs) Do you know what's around my pool at 150 billion? What are you you saying, Tommy? I'm I'm saying it right now. What are you saying? Come on, I'm saying... My wife and kids finna see some people they ain't never seen before <laughs> at that house. Why are you going to fake your death Uh-oh. if no, you become a billionaire, yet. too? Coming down the slide on the pool. What? Why do you continuously get yourself in st- stupid stuff like this? Why do you I'm, say these things got... out of your mouth? <clears throat> Shirley? <laughs> why? But why this can't he just radio. be regular? <laughs> just... Why am I going to be regular with my 150 billion? Just no, chill out gonna with your regular. money. He's going to be real. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. You mean to tell me everybody got a house key, Tommy? Everybody. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's some. It goes back to what you said before, Steve. Being rich makes you more of who you really are. Yes. That's what you're right saying, in. right? He's going to be real. It all the time. Yeah. You're saying Tommy's going to be real. It magnifies who you are. When my nephew uh-huh. gets his first... Twenty-five million. I'm telling you right now, we're not going to be able to talk to him. No, <laughs> What's he gonna do, Steve? <laughs> this boy right here finna show his whole natural behind. Well, I believe that because he's always talking about being naked. So, literally, dead in the eye, dead in the eye, and say, "Have you met Pocahontas? He's here. <laughs> Have you met? <laughs> he's he right out there by the pool." <laughs> Who else gonna be there? Yeah. What? Oh. 
with you. Well, you know Hallie. You know she's going to be there. Lots of Hawaiian boy people. Have, you, don't, you don't understand. All right, we got to go. We <laughs> might have to revisit this. to Tommy with $25 million, mm-hmm. sin and debauchery. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, speaking of that, <laughs> prank phone call coming up next with the nephew <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about the presidential alert yesterday that everyone got if they had a smartphone. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Um, uh, if we get a chance to, Kanye gave his wife Kim a million dollars since we were talking about money earlier. Uh, that'll mm. be an entertainment news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Your husband's prescription. Your husband's prescription. Hello. Hello, how you doing? This is uh pharmacy. My name is Brian. I'm the tech here. Uh is Mr. Uh, is Donovan? Donovan is he available? Uh no. What can I help you with? Uh well he he dropped his prescription off about an hour ago. I wanted to we wanted to call and let you guys know that the prescription is ready. Prescription for what? Uh well he um he dropped off a prescription. I'm assuming he must have uh it looked like the doctor just wrote this prescription today, so I'm assuming he um, seems like he would probably need this uh, pretty soon. So I wanted to let you guys know it's ready. Okay, and what exactly did he get a prescription for? Um, It's uh, amoxicillin. Amoxicillin? Amoxicillin. We've got him at least um, 15 tablets. If he could take two tablets a day. Wait, uh, I'm pretty, sorry, pretty wait, your name up. is Brian, right? My name is Brian, yes. I'm the technician okay. here at the pharmacy. Okay, well, let me, okay, Donna. That's my husband. Let me make sure you have the right Donovan because, well, let me, like, can we check the birthdays? Are you allowed to do that with me? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's, um, 74. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And so what exactly is amoxicillin for? Amoxicillin is an antibiotic, ma'am. So any type of, um, small infections of, of, uh, some sort, diseases or whatever, it, it pretty much cures it. So you telling me this nasty then got something and went and got it on my... First off, he went and seen the doctor and got a prescription under my insurance. This type of... And he went and got something... You know what? You know what? That Brian, I'm coming down there. I'll pick up the medicine. I'll get it. And if he wants that medicine, he'll check in with me at my counter. Because I got a check that he done wrote that his cannot cash. I'm going to beat the hell out this He do not know. He does not even... You know what? We brought in a new okay, year... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're... you're um, Miss... What, 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 can I call you by your first name? What's your name? No, call me Miss. That's fine. Just call me Miss. No, call me Miss. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I had no idea that you were not aware of the actual mm-hmm. uh, prescription that he's, that we've just filled for him. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just on a personal note, I'm just curious. Is, is there a possibility maybe, maybe you could have given it to him? Brian, no, the you didn't. You'd have lost so little mind. Now, first off, you don't call my phone. First off, no, you. I'm glad you called my phone to tell me it's my insurance. That's why. And then you gonna accuse me of giving that man something? Are you screwing him? Don't you ever in your life call somebody's phone? And this is a courtesy call. It's none of your business. What's going on in my? Okay, none of your business. You get out of my legs. That ain't none of your business. And y'all ain't got nothing to answer your question. I got something for your and his. He want to come home with STDs, and you want to ask me if I gave him STDs? Oh, okay. Where's your manager? Let me speak to your manager. Ma'am, I was just, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, unprofessional. I was just asking a, a personal question. I should not have asked you something like that, and I, 
I do apologize. I, is, I do, should we expect someone to pick up the prescription? I'm, I just told you, I'm going to be picking that up. I'm going to come in there. You, you know what, Blonde? You'll know who I am because I got, I got a couple words for your and I still want to speak to your manager. You did. You were very unprofessional, and I don't appreciate you coming at me. I'm going to eat. You call me, tell me he didn't got me a STD, didn't ask me, did I give it to him? And you all up in between my no, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get all in between your legs, ma'am. Apparently, that's not the place to be, considering you guys need a moxicillin, you know? But I never know the you did. You didn't lost your mind. You know what? Brian, I still got some firecrackers left from the first, and guess what? I'm going to light the up. Yo, you don't play games with me. You do not even know. You do not know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I know and what I got. I got something for your What is this prescription at? Because I know it's not the one by our house. I know it's not. What the did he take his trip for? Where are you at? Because I'm on my uh, way I'm, now. I'm, uh, uh, would you like, my manager's here. Would you like to speak with him, ma'am? Yeah, put your manager on. Put your manager on. I want to speak to him now. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh-huh. Uh, hello? Hello? Yes, this Hi, is Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy. You're the manager of This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show when you just got pranked by your husband, Donovan. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him and you. What the prank on me? He needs to be out looking for a job. This ain't worked in three months. Don't play with me like that. Got my blood pressure high. You alright? <laughs> oh no, I'm coming down. Now. I'm still coming to get you. <laughs> I'm not that baby. You can't come get me. <laughs> oh, you better be glad. I love your show. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. He told me say my wife don't tolerate no cheating. <laughs> you know, you know I'm crazy. <laughs> you ain't right. You wrong. I got one more thing to ask you, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> that is, sir. Your husband prescription. You know. I don't want to be involved in this. <laughs> you play too much. Huh? Yeah. Any day, though. Hey, hey, hey. hey Damn, man. Tetracycline. That's what that was. Tetracycline. Hey, Toledo, Ohio, the nephew coming to town to the Funny Bone. That is October 11th, 12th, and 13th. That's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. The nephew is coming to Toledo, Ohio. October 11th, Thursday night, one show. Friday, October 12th, two shows, two on Saturday. It is the Funny Bone, Toledo, Ohio, the nephew. Is coming your way. Tickets on sale right now. Do it for me, Junior. Tickets on sale right now. Toledo, Ohio. Here come the nephew. Stupidity. Come around <laughs> once a year. Right there. Stupidity. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Junior, you really nailed that. <laughs> what is that, though? I don't know why he does that. What is but that? he does it after he say the date. <laughs> Ignorosity come around once a year. Yeah. Ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. You do it though, Junior. Because ah, it's up here in the upper yeah. register. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm stupid. I'll be paying attention to him. I'll be watching. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's the um, tour coming, Steve? You still working on the tour with Hell the guys? Yeah, he's still working on it. Ask me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, we doing it. Well, when that boy heard 20 per show, per you show? can tell Junior next man. man. What? We doing this tour. Oh, uh, where we going first? <laughs> uh, I'll let him know. Detroit! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Here it is. <laughs> you just pick the Steve it. Harvey Morning Show featuring Steve Harvey and the rest of these fools. It's coming to town. Get ready. Ignorosity come around once a year. Ah, ta 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 ta. Ah, ta ta ta. Well, you sound like New Edition. This band getting together. Man, we, we get doing together. Okay. Too. <laughs> I think that's good, though. I, I you think know what? that's good because you guys all work together on the show. I, no. I, I think you could put together I hear, a nice show. I hear you, Shirley. Savannah, get your, get your money together. <laughs> yes, Here yes. we come. Uh, we doing that well. Where you else want to go? start in the low country. Man, I don't care where we start. <laughs> well, he started in Detroit. And Junior, you can't play <laughs> with Detroit now. You're no, we coming. Uncle Steve, we ain't got a joke. Man, we finna come do this show. All right. I, love I don't it. hear Steve saying anything, Steve. Because he writing. Well, what is he writing, Junior? These cities now. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, we'll 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 let you know when it when the tour starts. Okay. All right. Well, coming... he signed his name. We'll sign ours. He got to sign his name first. All right. Listen, guys. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about this presidential alert that everybody got. This emergency alert thing. So we'll talk about that if you have a smartphone. And then Kanye gave his wife Kim a million dollars. If we have time. We'll get into that in entertainment news. All that's coming up at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday, your cell phone, it probably buzzed and beeped loudly. Uh, around 2.18 p.m. Eastern Time, I think everybody experienced that. Uh, yeah. The Fed yeah. sent out a presidential alert. Uh, the screen said... This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. So if you heard the buzz, you probably grabbed your phone and thought you had to do something. No, no. It scared no. me. It was just it was a test. Loud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I've gotten them before, though. Yeah, but I was loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. Like it said, no action is needed. And the test went over poorly on social media. Uh, comedian Jimmy Kimmel tweeted, did anybody get this? Witch hunt, crooked Hillary, no collusion, confirm Kavanaugh, hashtag make America great again, M-A-G-A. <laughs> wow. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I know. But just because it was presidential alert, everybody thought it was something yes. from Donald Trump. Um, the presidential alert was the first nationwide test of the system. It was built by the federal government and cell phone carriers to warn us uh, of an emergency, like a terror attack, for instance, or a widespread disaster. So if you're worried about your privacy, the FCC says it does not collect the data based on the uh -huh. test. Yeah, so they say, mm -hmm. right? Can there you was, block that if you want to? Uh, no, no, sir. There's no way to block <laughs> No, that. sir. No. It came from the government, so I doubt it. And that's why it's hard for people they to believe no that they don't collect your data. Uh, yeah. There, why would you want to block it, though, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> why would you want to block something that letting you know a terror attack going on? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I got I enough didn't TVs. It on if this one happening, we gon' know. I don't remember I'm, getting it on. I don't think I got it on. You didn't get it? Well, if you weren't near a cell phone tower, a lot of people didn't. Yeah, get it. that's true. Well, I mean, so if you were by a cell phone, phone tower, phone. I got it. It was loud too. You got eight hundred messages. You ain't sick. <laughs> Man, I'm trying. Yeah, to you probably, probably got, got it. it. I don't see nothing on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's if we get text. your nephew, can't call <laughs> you and tell text. you if we get one because. He, he's going to block his, apparently. <laughs> that don't make no guts. None Man. at all. Much as you move around. <laughs> Why everybody running? <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Where they going? 
I get the memo way before the phone. Trust me. <laughs> All right, and uh, Kanye and his dad uh, really had a great time. They bugged out this weekend. I mean, literally, Kanye and his dad, uh, Ray West, celebrated Yeezy Senior's health with a post on Instagram after getting the good news that Ray West's cancer is in remission. The father and son toasted uh, to the recovery by um, chowing down on creepy crawlers. Uh, really bugs? creepy callers, creepy crawlies. Yeah, the photo um, posted on the gram shows what looks like a plate of sautéed crickets with the caption, overcome fear. I'm not afraid. I'm just not going to eat them. That's all. Uh. My dad and I are going to eat this plate of bugs to celebrate him beating cancer. Hmm. Okay, no mm. more fear. So they ate cricket? Okay. They ain't want to go to Vegas or nothing. Yeah, I, I don't get this. Yeah. They ain't want to go to Vegas or nothing. <laughs> Just eat a he plate of bugs. He got all his money Kim now. He got cricket money. He ain't got no money but nothing really. <laughs> we don't have time to get to that one, but if we do, we'll come back to it a little later. Uh, I'll tell you about Kanye giving Kim a million dollars. But it is time now to get the latest on the police officer, Steve, that were shot in South Carolina yesterday. What a sad story. Uh, so let's get to the headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. And uh, here we go. Let's start out, of course, with what's going on uh, in the White House and around the White House, of course, about this uh, SCOTUS or Supreme Court nomination. According to the Wall Street Journal, the White House says that the FBI has found no corroboration of sexual assault allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. That's what the White House says. All 100 senators now get to look at the FBI report behind closed doors, though. The press does not get to look at it. Then a procedural confirmation vote is set for tomorrow with a final vote on Kavanaugh's nomination could take place on Saturday. Meanwhile, though, Whoopi Goldberg is joining groups of women traveling to Washington, D.C. for today. Uh, They're it, they're calling it a rally. They're calling it the hashtag cancel Kavanaugh rally. Don't know what good they'll do at this point. Critics of the FBI reports point out that its scope was extremely limited, that they never even spoke to Kavanaugh or Dr. Christine Ford or the 20 or so people Dr. Ford listed for them to talk to. Again, the public has to rely now on what the politicians say is in that uh, FBI report. Meanwhile, some in his own party still think the way that the president described Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's charges went a little too far. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. Yeah, Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski of Alaska says Trump's comment was inappropriate and unacceptable and that it could sway her vote. Susan Collins of Maine, another Republican, told CNN that Trump's joke was just plain wrong. She didn't give any indications, though, about her vote changing or anything. The trial of the white Chicago cop accused of murdering a 17-year-old black teenager four years ago, shooting him 16 times, winding down. Jason Van Dyke took the stand this week and at times blubbered his way through his testimony, claiming that he feared for his life and insisting that Laquan was waving knife around. That's why he shot him. On cross-examination, though, prosecutors asked Van Dyke if he could point out any part of the police dash cam video that corresponded to his claims. He couldn't. The defense wrapped up its case yesterday. Both sides deliver closing arguments today before the case goes to the jury. 
Seven South Carolina police officers shot yesterday, one fatally in a confrontation with a man who held children hostage as he fired on them. The incident took place in an upscale neighborhood outside of Florence, South Carolina. They say the suspect was taken into custody after a two-hour standoff. The children were not hurt. First Lady Melania Trump touring the African continent. Yesterday, she was taken to the slave castle in Ghana. The dungeons that I saw, it's really something that... Uh, people should see and experience and what happened so many years ago. It's uh, really a tragedy. Uh, the first place to visit Kenya, Malawi, and Egypt. Here's up, Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve's smarter than his nephew. I know you want to know. We'll be back 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today in politics, uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern today, senators will start reading the FBI investigation report, okay? Uh, it's done. It's going to the senators now. And we probably will never know what's in that report because they don't plan to let us know. But, uh, you know, this is a report on Supreme Court uh, Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. CNN has reported that the FBI hasn't interviewed Kavanaugh or Dr. Uh, Blasey Ford Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grasley is expected to read the summaries first, followed by top Democrat on the committee. That would be Senator Dianne Feinstein of, Feinstein of California. The FBI interviewed more people on Wednesday as part of its investigation. Uh, this, of course, uh, is stemming from the sexual assault and sexual misconduct charges levied against Kavanaugh. Will we be going back through his calendar again? <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's done after this. <laughs> They'll probably never revisit this again once it goes to the Senate floor. What? What's crazy for us as uh, citizens America. of this country, mm-hmm. we have no say-so in this. No, we nope, don't. not in this. He's going to raise his hand We don't have Friday. a vote. No. Yeah, so, nothing. Right. No, nothing. We're you not have, even going to you, you know what's in it. You can protest this. You can do what you want to do. Unless those senators and congressmen put him in or keep him out, mm-hmm. that's who makes the decision. Yeah. Purely and simple. Now, here's the one thing we can do, though. If they delay this any longer to further the investigation that the FBI is doing right now, if they make it last any longer because they find some other things they want to look into, what we can do is vote in these doggone midterms. Yes, sir. November 6th. Say that. It's coming up. And if Mm -hmm. you vote in the midterms, then you will have a say-so in who the next Supreme Court justice could be. You will have a say-so in terms of policy because you will have someone in the office that's more representative of you and your views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have got to vote. November, is it November 6th? Yeah, November 6th. Mm-hmm. We got to get at it, man. We have to vote. We have to register to vote. We cannot be complacent, and we cannot sit here and go, what the hell are they doing? We can stop some of this if we vote. That's right. And it, it doesn't take a long time to vote if you've never if you've never voted. It doesn't take a long time. You can absentee vote. You can there are a lot of things that you can do. Go ahead and hurry up and register if you haven't registered, if you've moved or something like that. We have to show up at this election. Surely, we have to send a message. Yes, Steve. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. It actually feels good when you vote. Yeah, a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Like you did your yes, civic sir. duty. You know, you yeah. feel proud of that moment. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um,
We're going to move on now, and uh, it is time to play our favorite game. It's stressful, but it is our favorite game. Are you smarter than Nephew Tommy? That's coming up at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Yeah. Tommy? This is what we're going to try this today. Okay. I got a good idea. I'm going to keep score. Uh Go ahead, Tommy. What's your idea? You and Junior? Let me hear, and I'm going to keep scope. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Steven Jr., what part of the body would you get a Brazilian blowout on? Privates. <laughs> In which city would you find the grassy knoll? Dallas. Which sorority is represented by the colors blue and gold? Sydney Gamero. Cheryl Underwood and Sarah Gilbert are on what daytime talk show? The View. Talk. Dwayne Wayne and Whitley Gilbert were characters on what sitcom? A different world. Rerun. How many dwarfs did Snow White Seven. have with her? Seven. YSL is a fashion designer. <laughs> It's Laurent, not Lorraine. <laughs> what is the name of Nephew Tommy's foundation? Miles of Gibbon. Mississippi Monica has an older brother. What is his name? Gordon. Older brother. <laughs> what? Gordon. <laughs> what city Carol. is known Craig. as the Motor City? Detroit. Detroit. Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross Blackish. star as parents on. All right, what sitcom? Okay, oh, that yeah. was good. Yeah. Nah, that was good. I can't deal with him. I'm not playing with him no more. This fool, <laughs> this fool is crazy. Oh, Gordon. Man. Oh, no, that was funny, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We got, I'm going to give you guys the questions and answers, okay, and we'll tally and crunch the numbers and see who won. This is a good one. All right, what part of the body would you get a Brazilian blowout, Steve? The answer is hair. Uh, I said the head, though. Junior never said that. I didn't say I, I could. Well, I would say something. You I know. know. Well, that's <laughs> your fault. <laughs> All right, in what city would you find the grassy knoll? Dallas, Texas. That was Steve. Which sorority is represented by the colors blue and gold? Sigma Gamma Rho. That was Steve. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Underwood and Sarah Gilbert are on what daytime talk show? The Talk, Junior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve got that one. Mm-hmm. What I say? Junior said The View. The View. The view. Well, is it View of a Talk? <laughs> the, <laughs> Dwayne Wayne and Whitley Gilbert are characters on what sitcom? A Different World. That was Junior. How many yeah. dwarfs did Snow White have with her? Seven. Steve. YSL is a fashion designer. What does YSL stand for? Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> Who said he? It's Yvonne. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Steve got that one. What is the name of nep- nephew Tommy's foundation? Miles of Giving. That was a tie. That was a tie. Mississippi Monica has an older brother. What is his name? <laughs> no one got that one. His name is Glennis. Uh, Gordon. <laughs> What city is known as the Motor City? Junior got this one, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross star as parents on what sitcom? That would be Blackish. That was Junior. Junior got that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, this was really close. Steve Junior got five. Got Junior got four. 
there is a tie. Oh, wow. Of two. Junior got, Junior got three. Junior got three. Junior got. You got to listen to Tommy. No, our, our official scorekeeper yeah. says four. Okay. Steve, five, Junior, four, and the tie of two. It don't matter you if it's four or three. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, I'm going to take another it. young boy so, down. Yeah. So, Steve, one more time. What part of the body would you get a Brazilian blowout on? On your private. <laughs> no. So you think somebody got a, just a huge throat down? <laughs> no, just straight. Not a Brazilian <laughs> bikini wax, Steve. Just, a, just two brains. Yeah. <laughs> just a natural, though. All right. Well, um, good game, though, guys. Thank it you was. very much. It was a good game. Congratulations, huh? Not so stressful. Yeah. Well, coming up next, it is the nephew and uh, today's prank phone call. That's all coming up uh, in just a few. Nephew, you all right, king of pranks? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. We'll talk about it right okay. after this. All right. Prank phone call up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. I'm losing my fine and flirty wife. Right now, it is the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Shirley, you know what? It's fight night. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's fight night. See, I want to fight, Shirley. Uh-huh. But I don't want to pay for it. So what we're going to do is call one of my neighbors and run the cable from his house <laughs> to my house. <laughs> That's illegal. So I can have fight night. Hmm. Okay. That's only you know, illegal if you say you something. What? What? How many fights I watch like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how I many yeah. fights I done seen like that? Here it is, fight night. Dog. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, yes, me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? It's Kirby, man. Uh, I live uh, a couple streets over from you. What, what's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, uh, Kenny. Uh, Ken Kenny. Gave me you got Kenny. You know Kenny on your street, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I know Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people uh, in the neighborhood, man. To you know uh, Mayweather fight. So I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh yeah, yeah. I was wondering why I was gonna watch it on fight too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay. Well, listen, man. Come on through. Uh, everybody gonna be getting here like around seven, seven thirty. And, uh, yeah. man, we got food, we got liquor, margarita machine. My boy, he's going to be on the grill with the burgers and the, and the hot dogs, man. And one of my other partners going to be smoking some wings, man. So we, we good, right. man. So I'm I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here, now that you, uh, now that you mentioned it, man, we, we, we missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me, let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You, um, you got cable at your house? Yeah, yeah, I got cable here. Okay, listen. Here, here what we need, man. I I got about four thousand feet of cable cord, and what I want to do is come over there and hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, man. I know you. Hold up, man. <laughs> I know. Hold. On. I know you didn't just say. Now say that again. You want to get that full time. See, 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 we got, wire. like I say, we got the food, the liquor, all of that, man. You know, a lot of people coming over. But see, the problem is I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you going to have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you asked me what could you help out with. So 
That's what I'm asking you. I, I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. We're going to run it two streets over. I got a real doable cable car. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no no, no cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 4,000 feet of cable wire two streets over to my backyard, over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks. I'm already having a problem with my mortgage already. Now, now you want me to do something illegal or get me put out? Okay, I, I understand that, dog. But listen, what I'm saying is, dog, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't open. We ain't, it ain't like we been doing it for a couple of days or nothing. I, I, I don't know how you, you can even call it. Call up a cat, man, and invite him out to a fight party, and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to the, you finna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You finna have a good time. Do yeah, your part. Let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple hours so everybody can watch the fight. So you want to have a fight party at my house? Man, I don't know you like that. You know, I'm not saying, saying we having it at your house. house. Man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that, man. I'm on We having it at my house. We just using your cable. Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. So I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no And no I got cable, that, man. man. I'm just telling you for a few hours, man, so we can everybody see the Mayweather fight, man. Man, you saying Kirby and Kenny man, I don't, know, I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny well. I just know because it keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this. Shit. My children running while this cable coming from my house. I can't have that, man. Y'all might here with these white folks. These white folks is not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got to have the fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to have no 4,000 foot of cable running from my house. I can't see that one happen. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of things, man. I, can't, I don't want no police. I don't want the cable people. Hey, man, you know, like you're the only one in the suburb. I'm out here, too. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now, I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this cable up. You coming well to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this cable and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're going to come and hook up anyway. That's what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this cable up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh, Now, if you put it in front of my power folk down for the cable, it's going to be a guy. Right. Hey, man, I can't disappoint these people. Now, I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four hours. You don't disappoint them. You don't have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you so they can see a fight. Hey, man, what what are you, what are you saying? You, you're trying to tell me you ain't going to let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. I'll be waiting out there with no shirt and a shot, and you ain't going to land 15 rounds with me. Hey, man, I'm not going to sit here and get it. Me, you was I told to an extent, but like, you're not going to get me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm 39 years old. I don't play them games, man. When I was younger, you may want to kind of coerce me with a lot of money. But, hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that rock this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there, and I'm hooking up this table. Well, you come over here, you tell man. I got something for you, Tuffy. You come over. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell Kenny to come with it, too, Mr. Cameron. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is I'm coming over there to hook my cable up so these people can watch fight. Hey, well, line it up, then. Yeah, you're going to come take some cable from my house. Line it up. I'm going to have my wife take my hands up right now. It's going to be a fight. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house. You better bring some help with you because you ain't going to leave here. You come in front of my house with cable car. I don't give a who you is, and I'm going to whoop Kenny 
And whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on sight. I'm going to get my children in the car and his children in the car. And I'm going to whoop you if you come around here with that nonsense. This time I do, hold some cable in my eye. I'm going to put something on you right here, man. You come around my eyes right now with this. I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you listening? What you got to say is you listening to me. I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who is? <laughs> Who you say this is? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high here. You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. Now you got to raise my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> All right, man, I got to ask you this right here, Troy. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had the whole premium package. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else I, out. Yeah. I had everything. Showtime, HBO. <laughs> Woo. That first came out, boy, I had everything. <laughs> Uh, when that Cinemax came out, woo! <laughs> what the strangest place you got a TV? Probably my bathroom, my toilet. Yeah, I have one in my bathroom. What? I have one in my bathroom. A TV in, in the, the water though? closet. In no, the water. not in the water closet. No. Yeah. I'm talking about oh, in there. Really. He's talking about in there. Where no, you no, no, the not toilet. in the water closet. No. So you, <laughs> you got full cable in there? <laughs> yeah, Apple. So you've just sat in, have you ever just sat in there and just didn't get up, just yeah. went on and hey, finished hey. watching? Hey, dog, hey, dog. Sat there and legs went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Got up and damn near fell through the door. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Got up and went bam into that door. Well, hey, man, you need to pull Those legs is gone. <laughs> Stood up in here, ain't no feeling in my leg. My knees hit the door first. Uh, then my forehead. I said, man, I'm in trouble. Wow. I can't wait to go there and use the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go at the right time so I can watch me something good. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> like a game or something, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this when Just, we go to break. How come, when, when are we going to break? <laughs> Got TV on the elevator. What? We'll be right back with more. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the Strawberry Letter. Uh, And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Tell them, Steve. Click and submit Strawberry Letter, Shirley. Yes. (laughs) Then we can read your letter just like we're going to read this one today live. Uh, Wow, this is something right here. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. It's the strawberry letter. Subject, I'm losing my fine and flirty wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for close to eight years, and over the weekend, my wife told me that she is not in love with me anymore. I'm a big guy, and my wife used to be a big girl. But she recently had cosmetic surgery to fix a few issues, she was having. Now she thinks she's God's gift to the world. She's been posting all kinds of sexy pictures on Facebook, and when random men comment on her pictures, she writes back to them. It's like she craves the attention. 
I went through her private uh, direct messages on Facebook and found out that she has been having several intimate conversations with different guys. She even met up with one of the guys, but it looks like nothing happened between them. Like I said, I'm a big guy, and I was a big guy when my wife, uh, when we got married, when I met my wife and when we got married. Everything in our marriage seemed to change once she had the weight loss surgery. She's really feeling herself and forgetting about the marriage vows. Um, I still love this woman, and I praise her and tell her how great she looks, but it's not enough. I love her, but I'm afraid of losing her to a man that's in better physical shape than I am. Please give me some advice so I won't lose my wife. <laughs> well, it kind of looks like you've lost her to a degree already. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I really am. Y- your wife is wrong. She's out of line. Uh, and not to mention being very disrespectful to you right now. Um, for her to say she's not in love with you anymore... Uh, why? Because you're still a big guy and she's lost weight? Or has this been, you know, happening for a while now? Uh, she's, she's tripping because she lost the weight. She had the surgery. And now, yeah, you're right. She is feeling herself uh, and thinking she's God's gift to the world. Um, you know, what can you do? Please give me some advice so that I won't lose my wife. You guys were both big when, when you uh, got together. I mean, how's your health? How's everything? She went and got surgery and everything. Why don't you consider that? You don't have to. I'm not saying it. But why don't you consider that on your own, getting surgery and losing the weight and going to the gym and, you know, changing your eating habits and things like that? Maybe it's a good thing. You know, she's not going about it the right way. But but it could be a good thing for you and your health and everything. And you'll feel better about yourself, you know, because a lot of times when you start feeling good about yourself, especially if you haven't in a long, long time, you know, you can react this way. I think your 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 wife is just, you know, so crazy with this. You're, she's not in love with you anymore. So what is she going to file for? Di- oh, she, is she going to file for divorce now because she's not in love with you anymore? Uh, you know, come on. This is just disrespectful. If it were you who lost the weight and everything, she would be feeling some kind of way as well. So, you know, all I can do is say if she's going to try and and disrespect you and walk out on you and divorce you, you're going to have to, you know, get yourself together. Get yourself together. If that doesn't keep her, then she wasn't meant for you anyway. You know, um, we talk about this a lot on the the show. Money makes you more of who you are. Maybe, you know, losing weight and, and getting to yourself, this is who she was anyway. Maybe she settled for you, you know, in her mind, and now she feels she can do a lot better. But I think you can do a lot better, getting someone to respect you and love you for who you are. And then, you know, maybe together you can lose and if, if that's what you want to do. Steve? Oh. <clears throat> well. I know you're going in a Come different direction. Come on, man. Come on. You, you sure me. know the hell I am. Come on. I don't even know why we we really in here. We huh, why ain't nobody said the key words in this letter. Anybody? I don't. Okay, Shirley, I appreciate your answer and everything, but let me try to help Big Fella out. Big Fella still in love with his girl. She done went and got herself together. Now she thinks she all that in a bag of chips. 
I don't know what to tell you, man. Best thing I could tell you is I think you ought to get in shape and leave her. Mm. That's my best advice to you. I can see that. You know, because she obviously does not know any scriptures do unto others as you would have them do unto you. She must not know that pride cometh before fall. She must not know, and this one probably ain't in there, gluttony is a sin. That's not. And he just sitting up there, okay. Careful. That's why. There is no real answer for this letter. I feel sorry for the guy. It's a doggone shame that the woman that went in there and told him she don't love him, no. Because she thinks she's going to go out and have this spectacular life. But she finna go out here and find out what's really out here. It's a lot of tricking going on out here. And she going to run into it. So even though I feel sorry for you, brother, and you don't want to lose your wife, and now she fine, best thing I could do for him, if you can't beat him, join him. I suggest you go get fine. And you don't have to use surgery. You can exercise and start eating the right foods, and you could get your, and in six months, let her go, and you get somebody else to. Yeah, it'd probably take a little bit longer than six months, but you got the rest of your life. And there's a lot of women out here looking for good men like you. So yep. if you, you just keep being a good man and get yourself together, get some. How much do you weigh? How much you think you weigh, Tommy? Oh, he about 340. He didn't he put that in the letter, so. Well, we talking, Shirley. We don't know. We he think it's got to be, yeah, about 340. Pat started 25. Yeah. Got to be 340. To, to be writing, yeah. you over three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he wow. ain't writing at 260. Mm-hmm. No. Can I, can I ask him to do something, though? Mm-hmm. Send me a picture of your wife, dog. Let me see how oh. what, what, what kind of work she got done. With this dude right dog. here, man. Huh? But for real, though, dog. You I mean, hell. That'll be a He's good idea. Stupid. Thomas Tips, two thousand three at Yahoo.com. Just send it so we can see what what she did. What she working with? Before and after. What we working with? All right, Steve. We'll be back with part two of your response to today's strawberry letter subject. Two. I'm losing my fine and flirting wife. We'll be back at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you heard from thousands of people that something would help you lose weight, have more energy, and look and feel amazing, you'd probably believe it, right? Well, just go to dherbs.com and you'll see thousands of real testimonials from people just like you that have had life-changing experiences with D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. We've all done the cleanse and we know it works, but you need to go to dherbs.com right now and get started. And for a limited time, you're going to get a major discount at checkout with promo code Steve. dherbs.com, promo code Steve or call 866-4-D-HERBS. All right, uh, here we are back with part two of the strawberry letter for today's subject. I'm losing my fine and flirty wife. You want to recap, Steve? Well, this dude met his wife. They were both big, large, full-figured people. They got married. When she married him, he was full-figured. She didn't mess around and got the little surgery, and now she done lost a bunch of weight. Now she fine. 
She flirts with people all the time, people talking to her. And, uh, you know, now she online having sexy conversations with men that's commenting on her picture and everything. She talking back to him and dude been finding this and she even went out with one guy somewhere he discovered and, you know, they didn't have sex or nothing he don't think. Then she didn't came in the house and told him she don't love him no more. And one of the big things I didn't say in the first half was she ain't used to this new attention she got. Mm-hmm. So now here she is. She brand okay. new with it. But she finna find out a lot about attention though. All in all attention don't come with good intentions. Mm-hmm. See, say that again. All attention don't come with good intentions. So what you gotta do when a person is paying you attention, what you really need to do is locate and find out the intention. Cause attention is flattering. Intention usually has a dark side to it. That's what I found in my life. So whenever somebody starts pouring on attention, ladies, let me give you a piece of advice. Why are you sitting there smiling and being flattered with the attention? Mm-hmm. What you need to get to doing is focus on what his intention is. Cause the intention could get you in a lot of trouble. That's right. Didn't you just do a closing remark the other day about the grass looking greener always yes. on the other side? Mm-hmm. It looks like it's yeah. greener, man. Mm-hmm. That's because she's fine. It looks good. Yeah, well, but when you get over there, man, dog, you know how many fine people I done met? And something really wrong with them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. yeah I'm with yeah. you on that one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever had a conversation with somebody who outward appearances you thought was cool and then they started oh. talking and you your eyes start doing that rapid eye movement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, like side to side, you damn near scanning in the room. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out, hold up, man. Is anybody watching me over here in this corner <laughs> with this fool? Yeah. It's sad, man. So I always do that. I always think about the attention that I'm getting. And right behind the attention, what is the intention? Yeah. She's disrespectful, though. She really You think this is. happens she's a lot? Foul. She's foul. Mm-hmm. Oh, Women yes, that get does. these surgeries. I'm just saying, the women that get these surgeries, you think this happens a lot and then the, I think the so. husband is insecure after that? Yeah, I think so. I think it happens a lot. Especially if they were both, you know, heavy to begin with. That's right. how they, you know. And so now she's changed. Right and lost all this weight. Now she doesn't want her husband anymore, so she's, you know, seeking that's out terrible. other men. Yeah, that's terrible. And, you don't love your husband. And you're going to feel pretty insecure once she tell you she don't love you no more and she online talking to other people. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel some kind of way. That's hurtful. Yeah, you that can is. believe that. That's hurtful. No, man, Especially she, if you she's spend wrong. my money. Yeah, she's terribly yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, On I, so many yeah, levels. Yeah, he probably helped pay for the surgery. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Hard-working man. Mm-hmm. Because it would I make her happy. I should have you a damn dog. Yeah, because he wanted to make her happy. He he can, you know, to do something to make himself feel better and get better, get healthy, you know, lose some weight. If He, he doesn't seem like he didn't mention that in the letter, but, I mean, that could help him have more confidence in himself. 
I mean, mean that Sean this could TV. be the motivating factor that a person needs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's hurt well, yeah, right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know what I mean? What you don't want to do is compound the problem mm-hmm. with another problem. Yeah. So what you don't want to do is now you're depressed, now you're sitting at the house eating because she mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And now you eating and you compounding your problem. Yeah. Now she come home, you got ice cream around your mouth. <laughs> Looking yeah. like, like you shooting a God milk commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, where you been, baby? I, you know, so yeah. you, he could get in shape. Mm-hmm. You definitely Or could. he could just start barbecuing every weekend and get her back fat. <laughs> wow. Those are his options. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. <laughs> you can get yourself in shape. Here go your option. You can go plant-based, go and get yourself down. Mm-hmm. Get self-control. You can do that. You can go and get yourself in shape. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Or mm. you could just go on and start making pies and stuff and just get your girl back fat. <laughs> really, Work Steve? Fat. Work the fat back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. MHFA. Yeah, but I feel for him. No one wants to be in a marriage for eight years and then all of a sudden somebody says, I don't love you anymore. That that's that's so crushing. That's crushing to a person. Yeah. Well, I've been crushed twice, so Yeah. I mean and you Right. And and you survived. This letter is not about you. Come on, let's go and get through this thing. What you going to do, Joe? You say chalk it up to the game. Huh? <laughs> hey, I had two people tell me they ain't love me no more. Yeah, I, I mean, it happens for sure. Yeah, but yeah. dang, it's Get so out. Awful. I've heard it with that, too. You've never, he, at least he ain't heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thirdly, what I done heard I don't say? love you. I done heard this one right here. How about this one right here? I can't stand you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that hurt, that too. Hurt. Yeah, all <laughs> yeah. of it hurts. Yeah, it's yeah. hurtful, especially with someone you still love. And he he clearly still loves his wife, you know. Oh, well, that wasn't the case with me, though. So. <laughs> well, this letter is not about you. Uh, yeah, I just want you to know, once you come in and you make the announcement that you don't love me uh-huh. no more, soon as you get through, the, so before you take your next breath, uh-huh. Well, I can't stand your ass either. You All right. Get it, right? Yeah, we ain't, I ain't going to be the only one standing here feeling that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Steve. Uh, we got to no, no, get out of here. You're welcome. Please email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM or at my girl Shirley. Now, coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it's our girl Cheryl Underwood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, you don't want to miss Carla's reality update. But right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ladies from the talk. And gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, listen to me. It's so much good stuff going on. But then the bad stuff, I don't know what to do. Shirley, <laughs> yes, Carla. Yes, Cheryl. Damn. Michael B. Jordan going to be selling coach purchase. Yes, he what? got the contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah, all he need to do. It show up at my house naked with a coach purse. It's over. It's done with. You know I love purse. That's my trademark. I know. Dude, yeah, you know, your bag. Uh-huh. This is a dream come true. <laughs> Girl. Kill Mongo. 
<laughs> That's right. Michelle Underwood, listen to me. And Creed. It's over, man. Creed. Right. Hey, Auntie, it's over for me. It's over for That's me. That's all he got to right say. Now. Hey, Auntie. Yeah, listen, he done met his match right there. Coach Persis and Michelle Underwood. Wait a minute. Did y'all hear? Damon Wayne's going to leave Lethal Weapons? Yes, yes. I saw that. Child, he said he has listen. diabetes in those hours. Too long. Long yeah, days. Yeah, it's too much for him. 16-hour mm-hmm. yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah, man. But he said he's going to go back on the road, do a little comedy. Yeah. You know? That's he good to know. He did say that. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's a good thing. Who, who going that's back a good on the road to do comedy? Damon Wayne. Damon Wayne? Hold on. Did I miss something, something wrong with Damon? Well, yeah, he said he has diabetes. He's leaving, he's leaving his show because he has diabetes and the hours are too long. That's for sure. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. leaving the weapon on Fox. Yeah. I like this show. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He plays wow. Murdoch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, Murtaugh. 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 Yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, you get old school. All you got to do is have first three letters. Right, right, Cheryl. Right. Right. You, right. <laughs> you know what you meant. Same thing. Same, <laughs> thing. <laughs> Same thing. We know what you meant. You know what, know what I meant. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I'll be at the Airy Crown this weekend, Friday night and Saturday night. Me, Lavelle Crawford, Earthquake, Country Wayne, DC Youngfly, Jess Niche. It's going to be a whole bunch of comments. We're going to be at the Airy Crown. We out there Friday and Saturday. And you know what I'm going to be talking about? What? Mm. I'm going to be talking about how Melania Trump hate the president so bad that she went to the one place he was not going to follow her. Africa. Africa. <laughs> I saw her over there, Cheryl. Yeah. Man, she went to the motherland because uh-huh. he know he wasn't coming over there. He got mm-hmm. no cool points coming from the motherland not happening. We thought we had him with the tax thing, but they say he not going to get federal charges just because the daddy left him a lot of money. It wasn't a million dollars. It was a lot more money than that that they said they tax crooks. That's what they said. No federal charges, but I bet Cuomo gonna get him on some state charges in state New York. Charge, that Cuomo, yeah, the governor, yeah. whoa, Cuomo ain't no joke. But if the Trump family don't have to pay no penalties, because I think it's the statute of, of limitation. limitation. Yeah, the statute. The statute <laughs> of limitation. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Yeah, the statute of limitation. Yeah. That's right. It say there's no statute of limitation <laughs> for assessing civil and, and uh, tax penalties, but they could get him on, but they could give him some money, though. They need to clip him for some money. Listen, if they don't get the whole Trump family, the sister that's the judge, all the oh, brothers yeah. and sisters, all the family members, Wesley Snipe need all his money back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> need all of it. And because I look so similar to him, I need mine back, too. I'm not in the ribs. Cheryl, stop. <laughs> what? I've, so I've asked you messing you. with people tax money. The estates of Isaac Hayes, everybody that went down for tax. Marvin Gaye estate. He made a whole album about this. What did he say? Matter of fact is, I can't pay my taxes. The youngest don't understand. This tax thing ain't new. This ain't new. This the oldest hustle in the world, so they need to go and get him. Go and get him. Kavanaugh, I think he purged himself. I think he purged himself. Mm-hmm. Purged himself. I know. The, listen, well, let me tell you how. First of all, the letters is coming out all the way back to 1983. What kind of, I was about to cuss. I'm sorry, Carla. Mm-hmm. What kind no. of dude could you be that you kept what is essentially a diary, a journal of you hanging out with your male friends and you talking about how hard y'all drink that y'all vomit up alcohol, but then you say in the testimony, you ain't never been that drunk. <laughs> what you right. mean you, never, you purged yourself. Yes. You just purged, get him for that. Don't yeah. let him breathe. First of all, he cried. You can tell he emotional. 
He emotional. Mm-hmm. He crying mm-hmm. at the t- You don't have to cry nobody. Real man, just man up and say what it is. And let me tell you something. I done drank a lot in my life, Juniors, and uh-huh. I ain't never threw up, le- well, two times. <laughs> I was drinking some Guinness. <laughs> hey, two times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen to me. I, hey, I'm from Arkansas. We do not throw up good liquor. That that is that does not, that does not have brown or white. I mix brown liquor with white liquor, and I, well, you know, I was trying to diet, Carla, and that's when it came at me. But uh-huh. I ain't never threw. I ain't yeah, never did a Kavanaugh. I ain't never did a Kavanaugh. You know what I'm saying? You throwing ice in people's face. You and your boys, man. Listen, his whole crew. You man, listen. We just need mm-hmm. to register for the vote for the midterm. Amen. We got less That's than 30 days. Get them up out of there. We need to put the, the sister in Georgia, Abrams, need yes. to go and be the governor. Mm-hmm. The dude out in Tallahassee really need to be mm-hmm. the Andrew governor Gillum. of Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben Jealous. Go ahead with Marilyn. Oh, ben Jealous, yeah. former yeah. president of the NAACP. Mm-hmm. You know, he need to go and do his thing. We got a lot of people running for things that we need to help him out. So now that we hold the microphone, we just need to get them out. Remember they used to say throw the bums out. We need to just start voting and throwing people out. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. last but not least, because ain't nobody told me what time it is, Kanye West. <laughs> Come mm. on, Cheryl. You, now listen to me. I love Kanye's, uh-huh. and I know this brother's going through something. Yeah. But uh-huh. if they stop putting him on TV, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what he meant by yeah. saying amend the 13th Amendment. I knew what he meant. He meant the fact that you can be enslaved because you committed a crime. Right. That's what he meant. Mm-hmm. But that ain't mm-hmm. what you said. And in this climate, you can't just be throwing stuff out there because they cling to the part that will set us back. They don't cling to the part that move us forward. And I ain't going back to slavery. I don't think I would have made a good slave. I barely work where I work. Oh, let me stop talking right now. Uh, <laughs> girl. Hey, he need to lock himself in the we'll bathroom. Right we gonna be right back. I'm coming. Am I coming back? Yeah. I love well, y'all. Got, okay, yeah. I'll sit here. Okay, okay. I'm gonna see you. And don't forget reality <laughs> update coming up. Statue. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right before we get to Carla's reality update, Steve, uh, we have to say goodbye to Cheryl. Cheryl, thank you for your mm-hmm. insight. You're everything. Welcome. Kanye a cool brother, and I think his heart is in the right place. I think he really is trying to say something to bring people together and unify them even more. Just hard to use Donald Trump as that example. It's, mm-hmm. it's very hard. You right, Steve. It's very hard. That's right. That's right. So blinded by rage, he just said. Melania even know that. That's why she in Africa mm-hmm. right now. She. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kardashian, I wouldn't be saying that. That's what happened. You know, he ain't going to Africa to talk to his girl. She over there having a good time. She eating <laughs> fresh fruit and vegetables and everything, and good meats and everything. Good meat. with your children. <laughs> good meats. All right, Cheryl. Meats with an S. Singing them songs. On that yeah, she she over there doing the African dances. She getting her hair braided with the bees Shirley, in it. Get Melania out of here happy. before you say something crazy. Thank you, Cheryl. We love you, girl. I already said something crazy. too late, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Have a great day, Cheryl. We love you. You All know right. that. I'll All right. Crazy. Is it that time? Yes, it is. All right. She is here. Carla's reality update. All right, thank you, nephew. Here we go. Uh, it's not really a reality show. It's a reality special. Ray J and okay. Princess. 
Uh, They had a little reality special labor of love as they prepare for their first child. And, you know, Princess Ray J's wife is pregnant and uh, on the show. She's already had the baby. But on the show, she was pregnant and they had a special about it. And and Princess, I guess she was really ready for Ray J to get serious about fatherhood. And she wanted him to understand that it's a huge responsibility for being a parent. So she felt like she was the serious one and he wasn't quite ready. So she wanted to prepare him for some things. Is this Ray J's only child? His first child, Mm -hmm. only child. Yes, sir. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Well, you, you, all right. She ain't got to get him ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you grow up this real a quick. a series huh? of things that's happening right now, Ooh, ready or not. Right. <laughs> so on the show, Steve, as uh, Ray J and Princess prepared for their baby's arrival, uh, they experienced everything. They had they went to water birthing classes. They had extended family drama. You know, there was still some beef going on between Princess and Miss Sonya, you know, Ray J's mom and uh, Princess' sister-in-law, Brandy. They still were kind of beefing. And uh, they went to the doctor's office. And one of the things that came up for discussion at the doctor's office is Princess, she wants to have, you know, when you're pregnant, you kind of are in the mood a lot. And so Princess wanted to have sex all the time. And so Ray J was concerned about that, talked to the doctor about that. And then he was concerned, would she be back to normal after childbirth, if you know what I mean? And the doctor (laughs) says, well, not quite back to normal when you're pushing seven pounds out of you. So Ray J was kind of concerned about that. But Princess said she was part Asians, and so Asians snapped back. I said, well, okay then. (laughs) So she told Ray J not to worry about that. But the funny part was that Ray J, she got this pregnancy suit for him to wear so he can understand what it was like to be pregnant. And she had a Bluetooth connection that could send contractions to Ray J, so he would know how it would feel Whoa. to be pregnant. Yes, That's and have really? contractions. Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. Ray J was walking down the street, breathing all hard. <laughs> he could walk down the stairs. They went to a restaurant, and she kept using her phone because you could use your phone to push the. Uh, I guess it was like an electronic to make signal. Make contraction. Yes, on her Bluetooth, <laughs> and she kept doing it over and over and over. Ray J was bending down. People were stopping him on the street. What's wrong with him? And she he was thought he was going everybody. in the label. <laughs> yes, yes. So it was really, really cool. Uh, she, you know, Princess, they had a baby shower, and, and Ray J was disappointed because his mother didn't come to the baby shower. Brandy didn't come to the baby shower, and his father was there. Aww, and so Ray beautiful. J was saying this is not right for his family to, you know, be to beef like that. Mm-hmm. They had a special surprise announcement. They named the baby. You know, they told everyone, friends and family at the baby shower what the baby Does anybody know be. what the beef is about? Yeah, it was it, it was a lot of stuff back and forth. Social media, they were airing out their dirty laundry and Princess said this or Brandy said that. Then Sonya got involved and, and told Ray J that his wife shouldn't be on social media putting their business out there and beefing with the family. But the good news was Princess went into labor, Steve. She had the baby. She had a very difficult labor. They ended, she ended up having a C-section. 
and Sonia came to the hospital. They squashed the beef. The family is together. They prayed and they welcomed the little baby, Melody Love Norwood, to the family, and it was all good. So it's a beautiful baby. Oh, okay. She is beautiful. The baby <laughs> she looks is beautiful. Just Princess like Ray is Jay. beautiful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. First reality with a happy ending. Lord, I know, right? <laughs> was, it, was it a fight at the funeral? I'm mean, at the hospital. No fights at the hospital? No. Okay. N- no fights at the hospital. Not while she was in labor. It was uh it was really, really good. So there was some good news on this reality special about them welcoming baby Melody to the world. Steve, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you, Tommy, you guys are fathers on the show. Um we talk about, you know, when the first time you became a father, how'd you feel? You know, especially when the twins were born, Steve, and at the hospital, were you there, well, labor I mean, and all yeah, that? Yeah, I was there. It, it threw me into something. Really? How so? Because, you know, you know, that was before you could determine the birth of a child. and The sex. You know, you couldn't know that. And, mm-hmm. You know, I never knew what I was going to have till they came, and then all of a sudden, man, I was a parent. I, I stopped at the gift shop. And bought two onesies out the gift shop mm-hmm. to take up to my twins. Each one of the onesies was $32. <laughs> at the hospital, yeah. Yeah, you know, at the gift shop. Yeah. Boy, my mama said, boy, boy, you finna be broke. I was going, well, hell, that's, that ain't going to be hard because I'm already <laughs> I want to hear that, more about this. Can we talk more about it, yeah. being a father, when we come back? 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, part two of Carla's reality update. Steve got into something deep before we went to break, huh, Carla? Talking about... Yeah, we were talking about Ray J and Prince's Love of Labor, the reality show that talked about the birth of their baby, Melody, their daughter, and Mm -hmm. I was talking to Steve about the first time he became a a, a father Mm -hmm. with the delivery of his daughters, and you were saying, Steve, you got onesies at the gift shop, and... My mama said, boy, are you crazy? You're going to be broke. Hmm. You don't buy no onesies from that. Zayers got these onesies for $375. <laughs> Zayers, that's thrown back. <laughs> Zayers. Did you take them back yeah. up? No, hell no. I bought it. <laughs> I didn't know, man. I, it's so much I didn't know. You learn so much when you first become a parent. Right. But the part that uh, she's talking about, Ray J's not taking it serious, he's yeah. not understanding the responsibility. Oh, kids teach it to you really, really quickly. Yeah. Because you're yeah. actually giving birth to some, a person that's totally dependent on you for everything. Yeah. And if you've never been responsible for a person's everything, or their everything, mm-hmm. everything. You, you, then you've never been a parent before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what's the rough. hardest part. What for you, Tommy? Is when the the first time the mother you walking with them and can't nobody tell which one is the parent. Shut up, boy. <laughs> you talking about height? Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> I'm not finna do this with you today. <laughs> <laughs> he never misses an opportunity. The hard, the hard it was there. It was uh-huh. there. Tommy it was there for the take. Uh, yeah, he ain't gonna leave it hanging. The hard part more? is uh, the hard part <laughs> is one more before you do that, Tommy. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> It's the hard part for you when y'all go to the amusement park and they can ride, but you can't. <laughs> see, 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 see. Okay, that was the last one. Are you sure? I don't have any more. <laughs> you got. You keep them loaded. Mm-hmm. 
And since you done, your little protege gonna be right on the side. He's gonna not, come fire I'm my fire. No, nah, I'm not gonna even gonna fire mine off, but it was good though. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Tommy. The difficult part for me is being left with the child by myself for the first time. I was paranoid. Oh, I did not yes. know oh, what yeah. to I was do. Too. I was, I was too. calling that boy mama <laughs> back. Hey, how long oh, yeah. before you get back here? How long before you get back? You was terrified, Tommy. I was too. Oh, I was man. Too. No, that's for real. I was too. You were? Uh-huh. I was. I really, really was. I mean, it was okay. Sure, I, I, I handled it, of course, but uh-huh. it, it, I was nervous. I really was when my mom left me. I was. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I, of Shirley, course, could you get that? Could you could you get that burrito right uh, wrap up right? I couldn't get that right for nothing. Oh, you mean when you swaddle them or the swaddle diaper? When you swaddle them and, and tuck them what in. What oh, are yeah. you talking about? A burrito, right? Yeah. What they they call the it? Swaddle, burrito. yeah. This is when swaddle. you swaddle, mm-hmm. swaddle the swaddle. Baby. Yeah. But some babies don't like that. No, they don't because Tasha they want to be like free. It. Yeah, Sheridan yeah. didn't like it either. It's they too want to be free. In, ain't it? Yeah, they want to be yes. free. Yeah, some babies yeah. don't like that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Now, Steve, what you probably haven't, you may have done it, though, because you got grandbabies. Hardest thing in the world now is to put that car seat in, boy. (gasps) Boy, it's a PhD, don't it? You cut your whole head came over to the house one time, Uh Uh and I was helping her out to the car. Yeah. Man, I was sweating so damn hard. (laughs) I'm telling you, that car seat a beast, man. something else. (laughs) You ain't lying. (laughs) How did I know? That he supposed to be facing back. Oh <laughs> All right, we got we got to take a break that. right here. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. He's crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday, your cell phone, it probably buzzed and beeped loudly. Around 2.18 p.m. Eastern Time, I think everybody experienced that. Uh, The Fed sent out a presidential alert. Uh, The screen said, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. So if you heard the buzz, you probably grabbed your phone and thought you had to do something. No, no. It scared me. It was just a test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I've gotten them before, though. Yeah, but I was loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. Like it said, no action is needed. And the test went over poorly on social media. Uh, Comedian Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) tweeted, did anybody get this? Witch hunt, crooked Hillary, no collusion, confirm Kavanaugh, hashtag make America great again, (laughs) M-A-G-A. Wow. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I know. But just because it was presidential alert, everybody thought it was something from Donald Trump. Um, The presidential alert was the first nationwide test of the system. It was built by the federal government and cell phone carriers to warn us. Uh, of an emergency, like a terror attack, for instance, or a widespread disaster. So if you're worried about your privacy, the FCC says it does not collect the data based on the Uh test. Yeah, so they say, Mm -hmm. right? Can you block that if you want to? Uh, no, no, sir. There's no way to block No, that. sir. No. It came from the government, so I doubt it. And that's why it's hard for people they to believe no that they don't collect your data. Uh, yeah. They're, why would you want to block it, though, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> why would you want to block something that's letting you know a terror attack going on? <laughs> I, I, I got I enough TVs. It if it's one happening, we gone, though. I don't remember Probably. getting it on. I don't think I got it on my You didn't get it? Well, if you weren't near a cell phone tower, a lot of people didn't. Yeah, get it. that's true. Well, I mean, so if you were by a cell phone tower, tower, I got it. It was loud too. Mine you got eight hundred messages. You ain't sick. <laughs> Man, I'm trying. Yeah, to you, you probably, probably got, got it. it. Yeah. 
I don't see nothing on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's if we get text. your nephew can't call <laughs> you and tell text? you if we get one because he he's gonna block <laughs> his apparently. <laughs> that don't make no sense. None Man. at all. Much as you move around. <laughs> <clears throat> Why everybody running? <laughs> Come on, Jim. Where they going? I get the memo way before the phone. Trust me. <laughs> All right. And uh, Kanye and his dad uh, really had a great time. They bugged out this weekend. I mean, literally, Kanye and his dad, uh, Ray West, celebrated Yeezy Sr.'s health with a post on Instagram after getting the good news that Ray West's cancer is in remission. The father and son toasted uh, to the recovery by um, chowing down on creepy crawlers. Uh, really bugs? creepy callers, creepy crawlies. Yeah, the photo um, posted on the gram shows what looks like a plate of sautéed <laughs> crickets with the caption, Overcome Fear. I'm not afraid. I'm just not going to eat them. That's all. Mm. My dad and I are going to eat this plate of bugs to celebrate him beating cancer. Hmm. Okay, no more fear. So they ain't cricket? Okay. They ain't want to go to Vegas or nothing? Yeah, I, I don't get this. Yeah. They ain't want to what? go to Vegas or nothing? <laughs> Just eat a he plate of bugs. He got all his money Kim now. He got cricket money. He ain't got no money but nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, coming up, uh, <laughs> our last break of the day, we're going to close out the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, last break of the day. Take us home with something good. Closing remarks. Well, let's go. I think uh, I should keep it on the up, upswing for everybody again. I want to just talk to you about what it really takes to make it. What it really takes to make it. Now, look, I can... Oh, you know, sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff that, you know, sound like I'm really into public speaking and I know all of what I'm talking about and all this here and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, what people really want is real simple things that they can do to make it. People want to be successful, man. They really do. They don't. They don't want to not know what it's like to be happy, to be free, to be successful. Uh, they, they, they want a simpler, how should I put this? They want somebody to explain it to them and simplify it. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, guess what? I don't know if I'm the person that's qualified to make it the simplest, but let me tell you what I do know. If you want to be happy in this life, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to develop a couple of things. Now, here's the thing that I want you to understand. Most people have what it takes to be successful. But if it does not start with the belief that you can be successful, you can never bring out the qualities in you of success. Listen to me again. Everyone has it in them to be successful. But if you don't bring them out, and that starts with the belief. If you don't have the belief that you can be somebody, that you're worthy, 
that you're qualified, that you're capable. If you don't start with that basic belief, it can never happen. So first things first, in order to be successful and happy in this world, at whatever level you're talking about happiness, success is for you, it has to start with the belief that it is for you. I believe that I should be successful. I believe that God wants me to be prosperous. I believe that he comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. But you got to develop some things, man. And the way to develop them is start with the belief and hang on to the belief so strong that these attributes develop themselves. Resilience. If you believe hard enough that you can be successful, that you can be happy, it will automatically start to cultivate this thing that's in all of us. It's called resilience. All y'all got it. Everybody got it. You are resilient people. All of us are resilient. Hell, if you can survive the projects, you resilient. If you can survive public schools, you resilient. If you can survive walking through gang neighborhoods because you still want an education, you resilient. If you manage to get yourself a high school diploma or a GED, you are resilient. And the more belief you have, the more these attributes you can develop. You got to be tough. You know how you get tough? You got to believe that you tough. You got to believe that you can hang in there when all is against you. That's how you get tough. You get tough because you keep facing the test and you keep passing them. But all of that, you can't pass the test unless you believe you can. Y'all don't hear me. All of you have an inner strength. Listen to me, man. Don't you know even a homeless person has an inner strength? What is it that, uh, that gets a person to live under a bridge or live in a refrigerator box or live in some of these homeless encampments? Do you know what really makes them live there? Because they have an inner strength. It's still some fiber of them that's telling them to hold on. Because if it wasn't, everybody would just get rid of themselves. Everybody would end it. But you know why people don't end it? Because you really do have an inner strength. It takes something to be homeless. All right, everybody can make a mistake, man, and wind yourself up in a situation. But homeless people have an inner strength. They have a toughness. It's tough being homeless, man. They have a resilience. Because for some reason, they just won't give up. And even though we judge them when we're driving by, look at them sitting on that corner just asking for money. They done gave up. No, no. It's another form of giving up. But I'm telling you, even in your darkest moments and your lowest points in your life, you have resilience, toughness, inner strength. I got news for you. It can help develop your faith because if you believe hard enough, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. That simply means that when how you develop faith is really the essence of it is hope. You remember when you was little and you hoped you got a bike? For Christmas, and you went out there one year, and the Christmas, and and the tr- bike was under the tree. You remember when you used to hope you'd graduate from high school? You mess around and got a diploma. Do you remember 
hoping one day you get a job and now you working. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But if you keep hoping hard enough and believe that something can happen, eventually that hope turns into faith. You got to have dreams and visions so big that it dwarfs all your fears. This is how you make it. Hope you got what I'm saying. All right, drop it, baby. Drop it. <laughs> have a great Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.